Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and today we'll be finishing up our three-part series on the family. The main focus of today's episode is parenting, taken from Ephesians 6. Let's get started. So in our first two episodes in this little series on the family, we've determined that we're in the Lord as husband and wife, that Christ is our all in all individually and in our relationship with one another. And so now we're going to be heading into the first four verses of Ephesians 6 that talks about children and parenting. So if we could, and if you could, if you don't mind reading verse one through three. Sure. This is Ephesians 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father, Go ahead. father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. This is so packed. You know, it's so easy to read through these things in the Word. And we're so used to just reading the Word so fast. But sometimes, and I find personally all the time, I like to go slow. I like to meditate on the Word. I think that's why I like to read it slow when I'm reading the Word, you know, even yep. even here. Mm-hmm. It's true. Because um, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, there's a couple things in that. When it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, that's pretty much one statement right there. Obey your parents in the Lord. Your parents need to be in the Lord, like we just talked about. We've already determined, like we have been talking about in the previous episodes, that we are in the Lord. We understand we're, He's our all in all. And we understand the importance of that. Not, I mean, the importance of it individually, yes. just as a person in this world, Yep. but especially in the home. Exactly. Because that's where everything starts. It's so true. That's where the... The real person is, right? I right. mean, like uh, you and I have talked about this sometimes. You know, if you walk into your house and all of a sudden you're a different person than you were when you were outside of your house, that's not a good thing. Yeah, there's a problem there. There's a problem there. And you don't want to put on the good mask when you come into your house. You want to have Christ inside and outside. You want to have you Christ mean, on the mean... outside. And sometimes people walk in their house and they change into somebody else. Mm-hmm. not Christ-like. Right. You know what I mean? Probably more often than not, wouldn't you say that that's the That's probably the, case? the norm. Because people want to show the world that they're, you know, a particular, you know, person, and then they walk in their house and, and they, yeah, they, they bring everything with them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there lies probably the, one of the root issues in, in dealing in a relationship is being the same, being Christ inside, outside, every which way. Um, Christ is your all in all. Mm -hmm. And so from the time, the waking up in the morning to the going down of the same, it's like Christ is there and he's our Lord. So this says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. Now, the word obey is an action word. It's uh, an active word that's kind of on the outside. But then it goes on to say, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now, honoring is an attitude. So what we want to do today is we want to get into okay, you're obeying your parents in the Lord. Now, if your parents are in the Lord, we want to kind of break that down. In the Lord, 
on this episode because we wanted to discuss what does that mean exactly. In the Lord, you have the love of the Lord. You have the light of the Lord. It says, you know, in John 9, 5, it says, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, right? So he is the light, and light illuminates the truth, right? Um, the reality. And so in the home, what we want is the truth, the wisdom of the truth, always to be at the forefront. And so it's so important because what happens is your children, when you're dealing with your children, your children will begin to recognize the truth that's coming out of you in your disciplines, in your teaching them, in your correction. Well, because children see that real you that walked in the door too. They do. And even when it's maybe not a verbal thing mm-hmm. going on, but there is tension, there's you know underlying attitudes and things like that, children, children get all of that. They really do. And, you know, a lot of times parents, I know, you know, parenting and being in the home, pretty much any home, is where the rubber meets the road. With that, I say that that's where the true character starts coming out. That's where, you know, the pressure's on because you're into these spontaneous moment-by-moment circumstances. And that what your reactions are inside of those moments is really a reflection of where you're at. So my my hope in bringing this to light and, and talking about this is that each person that's listening to this will slow down and that we will p- take a pause in our walk and in our relationships. And we will, when you have a circumstance that comes against you, pause for a moment and let the Holy Spirit and talk to the Holy Spirit the most important relationship that you can have is the is one with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is your friend. He's your comforter. He's your guide. He's everything. He's your all in all. He is Christ, but he is the Spirit of God that has come to us, inside of us. And He that fellowship that you develop with him is absolutely your lifeline to having God's source, all the his resources available to you, and that comes by you consciously making a choice to pause and talk to him before you react. Mm-hmm. It's a discipline that you have to learn and you have to do, but I would just encourage you to please try to take take that step of of entering into this real amazing experience that God has for you. And over time, let your children see your humility. Look, we've, de- we've decided from this day forward that we're going to just try, we're going to do our very best to live for Jesus. Right. And I think that for children to learn to be empathetic, empathetic people, mm-hmm. um, as children, as future adults, that they need to see that modeled from the parent as well. You they know, really it's okay do. for us as parents to say, we're sorry, <laughs> to our kids, if we reacted poorly, if we were impatient, if we were, you know, if we can see that we reacted poorly, mm-hmm. that we apologized, you know, to our kids and yeah. say, you know, I'm, I'm going to work harder on, on reacting better or not reacting. Right. And, <laughs> on, and make sure that when you, when inside of yourself, that you actually are sincere in what yes. you're saying, because, and make sure that they see your repentant heart in the sense of saying, 
And I've asked the Lord because it's really important to me that I that you see Jesus in me. I'm I've asked the Lord to forgive me for my attitudes when sometimes I'm not there. So let your experience in Christ See, this is not only, you're not only teaching them, but the Lord is also, because where you have these moments of, of extreme experience in Christ where these circumstances arise up and your reactions come to the surface, what's happening is God is growing you. Mm-hmm. If you have a heart that is pliable, if you're willing and obedient, the Bible says, you shall eat the good of the land. To get to the place of really reaping the reward of all that God has for you, allow the transformation process to happen inside of you. Embrace it and 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 experience that with your children, with your husband and wife, and be be humble in your environment, then that gives you produce after your own kind. Yes. If you have pride going on inside of you, you're going to produce prideful children. If you have a humble, uh, sensitive heart that is before the Lord, that is willing to be molded into his image, then your children will also have a heart that is sensitive and moldable. You know, and I think also modeling, well, modeling the fruit of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit from Galatians 522. Um, I'm going to read that real quick. Yes. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering or patience, patience, right? uh-huh. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. Mm-hmm. That's not just for when we walk out our door in the morning Mm-mm. to show that we have, or, you know, to project that we have those things to the world mm-hmm. that starts in the home and and modeling but you can only model from a place where it's actually sincere kids know if you're not sincere <laughs> well that comes from a place of surrender because yes. all of these things are only truly possible if it's the holy spirit yes. these are fruits of him right. being active and activated inside of your life and it's not something that you do it's who you become as you surrender to him mhm it's so true so it says uh, and i don't want to i don't want to cheat here because we're we're not we're not talking, we're not going to go completely through Ephesians and all of this stuff. We're just talking about family and parenting. But there's one verse in Ephesians, it's Ephesians 6, 10, and it's at the very end of all of this that we're talking about, but it says, finally, my brethren, be, it's talking about be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. But it's, I love how it just says, you could take finally, my brethren, be. So the whole idea here is to let Christ be, just mm-hmm. be in him. Determine in yourself, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Jesus. I'm going to let him be in me and live through me to, to my best of my ability. I'm going to give him the liberty to have full reign inside of me. And I'm going to surrender me to him <laughs> right? so that I can be him. And um, so it's, it's pretty cool and pretty fun. But uh, so when we get into that, if you are walking in the Lord, if parents are in the Lord and the wisdom of God's coming out of them, all this stuff and in your correction and your instruction, your children are going to have an environment to where they are going to see that, they're going to understand because children are smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing brains that we have, that we're, we're, God's given us a responsibility to help to 
help him mold them because, you know, I really don't want to be responsible. I want him to be responsible, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I want his character to come through me so that they can actually be molded correctly. I don't want my flesh, you know, negative attitudes to come out and influence my child, my children. Mm-hmm. So when it says that, that creates an environment. Your children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. And you've create you create the atmosphere that's proper. So they're they're and gonna right. and right. It's a right atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so that creates the atmosphere for them to honor because honor becomes an attitude that they have. They're not gonna fight against you, war against you. They're going to understand why you're asking them to do what they're you're asking them to do. And that kind of goes into the whole, you know, the whole discipline thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you break down discipline, what is it? Disciple. Discipling. Teaching. 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 Yes, it is. So maybe we could even talk about that just a minute too and what that might look like well once again when you're teaching in the spirit of the lord then you you're communicating properly some people have a hard time with communication mm-hmm. but communication i've learned as a communicator communicating is really the art of listening right right so when i'm teaching i want to make sure And I'm listening at the same time that I'm teaching in order to make sure that the words that I'm speaking are going in to the person I'm speaking to and they're hearing me. So it's it's most important that when we are parenting and we are teaching and nurturing our children and guiding them in these directions, that we're not just you know, spewing out these platitudes, we're actually listening to make sure that they're getting it and the light's coming on inside of them. Well, and there's, of course, there's, their discipline is involved in, in raising children because you as the parent have to set the boundaries for your children so that they learn how to operate within boundaries. Um, Because, you know, kids are going to like push that envelope all the time. Constantly. Um, so as far as discipline goes, th- when you're thinking about discipline, disciplining your children, remember the word rude. Root. Yeah, the... <laughs> root word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the root word. <laughs> exactly. Of disciple. Mm-hmm. Every, every time that you have to correct your child... Um, if you just simply, you know, correct them, send them to the corner, whatever you do in your home, time out, whatever, um, and you don't actually explain to them at, at the level of their development that they can comprehend mm-hmm. um, why they're sitting there, why you needed to put them there, mm-hmm. um, then there's really not a whole lot of learning about the boundaries going on there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, children are really, really free when you clearly define the boundaries and you enforce the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so important that you establish boundaries and that you make sure that those boundaries and the reason why behind the boundaries, you know, we, we live when we're children of God, there are the, the, the law of God is our boundaries and that we'll get into that in some other time, but God gives us righteous boundaries that we function within and within side of those boundaries, we have great fellowship without with him. That's not broken. That's constant steady for eternity. I mean, he's designed this so that we can walk on this highway and mm-hmm. it's a very broad road in a sense of our living. It's not easy road. Some say that it's the, you know, the word says that 
narrow is the gate. Well, I'm telling you, the gate is, once you're in the gate, it's quite broad because of the joy of the Lord and the peace of God and all of these things. That's There's great liberty there, right? There's mm-hmm. uh, this unlimited boundaries of joy. Right, you know, right. you can't, can't contain my joy. So it's um, this place that God has designed for us. So children have to learn that those are the boundaries. Now, I want to encourage parents in this because sometimes at this point in time, you might be in a cycle of, well, this is not working. This is just not working. It's just, I'm, I've tried everything or I can't seem to get this. I can't get a handle on this. Whatever the circumstance is, I want to encourage you to slow down for a second inside of your mind. When you say this is not, that is an accusation. The enemy, what I'm, my point is, the enemy is the accuser. So whenever you have determined and predetermined that something is not working, something is, there's an accusation behind why you can't do something, then all of a sudden you can take note and recognize that the the enemy has snuck himself into this moment in time. What you and what I'm hoping to encourage you to do is right now is to say no. Holy Spirit, I'm going to allow you to be the Lord of my life and this moment, this situation that I'm in right now. And it might be an intense situation. It might be whatever it is. Just let the Holy Spirit at this moment say, I'm going to, from this moment forward, I'm going to pause. I'm going to allow you to be Lord of my life in this situation so that God can bring restoration and salvation to you through this. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you will be saved in every circumstance. It's not just a one-time deal. You give every moment that you have to the Lord. If you're coming against something hard, stop. Take a pause. Step back and say, Holy Spirit, I need you to be Lord of this time. I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I just give you this child. And you start, you become transformed in the moment. It's not about the child's ruling. See, here's the deal. When we're raising children, we are in a place where it's an example of the war that goes on inside of each one of us. Each one of us, the Lord has called us to allow his Holy Spirit to rule our life. And so you, you see what I'm saying, Diane, mm-hmm. our, the whole purpose. But the thing is that we all have flesh. So this is a war. The Bible says that the flesh wars against the spirit. And the home is a representation of that. When you raise children, a lot of times your children will be a representation of the flesh. Because they're learning. They're learning. Yes. And they'll war against right, right? And we're going to acknowledge here that there is a whole lot of different, you know, every family is different. Um, the, the level of, you know, you've got children that really really um, push against it, mm-hmm. push against your <laughs> exactly. your good intent and everything. And that's, that's uh, we know that there is just a lot of stuff Different dynamics, on. exactly. And I would say too, to be sure that if, if you are struggling in this area, you know, with your children, don't be afraid to reach out mm-hmm. to, exactly to right. someone, mm-hmm. you know, who can, who can maybe give you counsel, who can help you. There's a lot of resources available. It's very true. Yeah. But regardless, even in reaching out, um, I would just, yeah, I just, our point here is to Mm -hmm. give the, give the fundamental and foundational principles that Christ has for you to be able to live victorious. And that's the best we can do here. That's the best we can do. (laughs) 
And so in bringing this to light about the flesh, I want to, I want to hit this just a little bit more because this is so important in this, in the home, the spirit, God designed the spirit, like we talked about in the previous sessions, um, the spirit is ruling. So when you're dealing with children, a lot of times, and this is actually in our life individually, I have determined in myself that I am going to crucify my flesh. I'm going to let the Spirit of God as much as possible live inside of me. When it comes to my home, I am going to crucify the flesh in the sense that me and my house shall serve. So to the best of my ability, I'm going to represent Christ so that my home is the environment. So it goes not only in me, it also goes out from me. In my raising of children, I want to make sure that now the children, because they're it's always about them, right? Me, me, me. Children start out with the me attitude, right? Oh, for sure. And it's they're very. Uh, you would say they have. You look a, at all the stages of development. Exactly, and so it's you know, it's this process. <laughs> yeah. So what our thing is to always recognize that we have to create the environment that's for the Holy Spirit to work in, so that He can touch them. So, and so you, we can guide them through those developmental cycles that they everybody goes through. Right. Yes. And as so human beings. That's it. So just remember that this is as if. You're bringing into obedience the the to the to the lining up with the Holy Spirit and with the Spirit. And so, go ahead and read what three verse three. So you talked about honor. The verse two says, "Honor your father and mother," which is the first commandment with promise. Mm-hmm. And then that third one, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And that comes from Ephesians twenty twelve. And this is what Ephesians 20, 12 says. It says that it may be well with you that you may be live long on the earth. Now, in disciplining your children, one of the things that I, I find that is important for them to know is that the reason your motive sometimes behind why you are doing, why you say no, or why you guide them in a certain way is because you are determined that they will live long and prosper on the earth, that you're not going to allow them to be disobedient. You're not going to allow them to get out of off course, because if they get off course, then the Bible talks about the fact that they are uh, getting out of God's will. And so it becomes a probability that, you know, they're going to get off course. So we know the result of that. The Bible says the result of sin is death. And that means that they're not going to live a life full of life and love and joy. They're going to be in the life of turmoil and and it's going to be, you know, convoluted in however the enemy works in their life if they don't stay in Christ. So what are the parents' responsibilities in this? The parents' responsibilities. So if we move to, to verse 4, it says, And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. But bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Right, exactly. So what this is saying is is kind of like very similar to what we just were talking about. You have to check your flesh, your anger at the at the foot of the cross. So when you're dealing with your children, you don't react in a way that is that is angry. Because what happens is you don't want to in your child, you don't want to stimulate their flesh. Mm, good point. You know what I mean? You don't so want So if you're if you're reacting from a place of anger, mm-hmm. then you might get a reaction. You will get a reaction. 
Yeah. It's it's why he says this. Don't mm-hmm. don't come at your children from an emotional perspective. That's why I've I've been saying step back, take a pause because if you react to your children, it forces them to react back to you mm-hmm. from that same perspective. And if you come at them from a Christ perspective and a wise perspective and full of the peace of the Lord in your discipline, you're teaching them. It's it's under control right? If you come at them from that perspective, you will cause a reaction within them that is also sound and able for the Holy Spirit to instill wisdom in there and security and, and confidence. You have to do, you have to teach them the same thing over and over and over because they continue to, you know, act out or whatever. Mm-hmm. in a particular way multiple times. Well, isn't that like all of us? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes it takes, actually, most of the time, mm-hmm. it takes learning lessons through um, through making mistakes. It's um, true. And lots of times over and over and over until until we get it. And we come to the Lord and we say, we're sorry. Mm-hmm. How many times? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Yes. <laughs> how many days have I been alive? And how many times have I been, you know, in yes. those days? And for goodness yeah. sakes. Yeah. Um, so we we have to be... Uh, we have to keep things in perspective. And if we let the Lord be the Lord of the moment, then we will find ourselves where our environment is changing. It will change because it's not driven by emotion. It's not driven by the enemies telling you you can't anymore. It's not going to, you know, I mean, whatever. You have to keep Christ at the forefront so that we're... Um, we're moving in a way that he's designed for us to move so that the family can be whole all the way through and through the husbands, the wives to the children so that the Holy Spirit is able to move in that environment. And so that, that Christ can be at the center of that home. If the children aren't brought into Christ through this way, then what happens is the children, because remember what I said, they represent the flesh. And so they will, if you give them place, they will take it and they will disrupt your home in a way that brings discord and, and disorder to your home. And it will, it will be a, a thorn in your flesh. So you must learn to bring, bring the home into complete obedience to Christ. And that is you learning to walk in obedience to Christ where the rubber meets the road, and that is dealing with your children. And we really hope that all this discussion has helped. Yes. Help bring light to this, help maybe give you a little bit of understanding about looking deeper into this section of Ephesians about the family. And, you know, we have, there will be so many um, episodes that are dealing with all these different issues. It's going to just be continuous. And so please... Please listen. We have so many things that we want to share with you, and we are so excited about it. We're so thankful that you're here, and we just hope and pray that God will use this to bless your life in a wonderful way. Yes, and thank you so much for listening to this series. We encourage you, if this is the first um, episode that you've clicked on to listen to, we encourage you to go back and listen to the the first two episodes in this series to give you a bit of a more complete understanding of of this issue. Oh, and I just realized that earlier in the episode, I said Ephesians 2012, and it should have been Exodus 2012. So just make note of that, and we will see you on the next episode. God bless. We love you very much.